tomorrow, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Party Down, Season 3, Episode 5 is over, but we're just getting started here on Post Show Recaps. I'm Dr. Amanda, and I just ate an entire tray of hot urchin, Emily, so if we can just try to keep this one tight, I think that'll be really helpful. Pull through, pull through. You just need to get your business card. (laughs) Pressure makes diamonds, Emily. We're going to do it. Oh, How are you doing? I'm I'm much better than Ron is in this episode. I'm actually doing great. Uh, I felt uh, his pain in his stomach, though. I, mm-hmm. I've been there before, not with hot urchin, but, you know, I think everyone's had an experience with food poisoning. Uh, yeah, yeah. Glad to say that that is not the case today for myself personally. <laughs> so you have, you have a trusted urchin guy. You don't have to worry about your urchin guy. You know what? I don't think I've ever carved out a specific urchin guy mm. for myself or for mm-hmm. work. But I do know of a few purveyors that might be on the list. So, okay, hopefully yeah. not the same one that no. Lucy uses. No. <laughs> Anybody that keeps uh, urchin that's A, stolen, and B, in a hot car, not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> that is great to hear. Um, so a little bit of housekeeping up front here on the Party Dar- Down podcast. If you are just joining us, for season three, uh, we've been having a great time. I know that you've been having a great time. I can only assume. Um, like I said, people, we can't hear you. You can only hear <laughs> us. Um, but um, we did recap all of seasons one and two, and they are there for you to peruse at your leisure. So you feel free to go back and check out that coverage. We had a lot of fun catching up with the full series. Um 
subscribe to the podcast feed. It's a great way to help people find the podcast. Um, it helps you keep up with everything we're doing. This is the penultimate episode of Ooh, season three. It we went have, by so fast. I know it's flown by. Um, yes. We'll have one more episode to cover in the finale. I don't know. Maybe we'll do something else in this feed, but you'll want to be locked in for everything. So you can subscribe by following our RSS link. That's postshowrecaps.com slash party down, or you can do that by searching postshow recaps party down in your podcatcher of choice. And, you know, Emily, last week I came on here and I made a really sincere plea to the listeners. <laughs> you did. To rate and review. Um, and I, I, you know what? My, my, my squeaky wheelness was rewarded because we did get a great uh, new five star review right. um, from user ETT17. So thank you so much yes, thank for you. that. Um, I did have some people in the Discord tell me that they think that we're great, which is always appreciated. So yeah, I, votes I, of confidence. We love that. <laughs> keep it coming. Keep it coming. It's an RDD that's, um, mm -hmm. you know, rating and reviewing that is an RDD. That's three R's two D's and that's a Ron Donald do not a Ron Donald don't, which I pronounce RDD. That's yes. how you can tell the difference. It's RDD right. yeah. or RDD. Um, so yeah. So rate review, give us your star ratings. If you're so compelled, we really appreciate it. Um, so without further ado, Emily, let's go back to uh, a fairy tale land far, far away. Once upon a time, proms away, promotional, event is the title of this episode. We love a play on words. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy your prom personally? Did this yeah. bring you bring up like vast memories of, of junior senior prom? Yeah. So, you know, in this episode, we, we definitely go through a bunch of the party down cast members reminiscing about their prom mm -hmm. experience. So it does, you know, it does sort of bring up the question, what were our prom experiences like? I did actually once get an opportunity to talk about prom experiences when I was on the new girl, old guy podcast. Oh, with wow. The great Allie and Akiva. And we uh, covered uh, the episode Virgins, where there's a whole prom losing virginity plot line. I got to, to talk about proms. Um, I went to three proms, Emily. Oh my God, not you're so to, popular. Not to flex. I did go to three proms. Um, I went to uh, prom as a junior, as a senior, and I went as a sophomore with somebody who was wow. older. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. I guess so. <laughs> I, proms were like not like the prom itself. I feel like there was a lot of a. Uh, it was really focused on the prom after party. So yeah. I'm from New Jersey. Mm -hmm. It was always like a Jersey Shore type of destination. Like who, who had has a beach a house? house like whose yeah. family had a beach house? Who could go? Like you know, there was all the you know. There's no parents, but this is how what we're going to tell the parents so that they think that there's you know it was a lot of that. <laughs> kind yeah. of shenanigans I I remember like very little of the prom itself like I of course remember like the dresses that I wore and everything mm -hmm. that was involved in like you know the hairstyles oh my god the hairstyles <laughs> that in itself is a time capsule mm -hmm. but what, what's your those, what's your prom experience I went to my junior prom and my senior mm -hmm. prom my best friend for the junior prom broke up with her boyfriend right before Oh. So she didn't have a date and I naturally just did not have a date. So we became each other's dates. And I Aww. think everyone thought that that was kind of cute and also like, oh God, here they are again. Tweedledee and Tweedledum kind of move. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, we had very, very, um, large hairstyles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I was wearing like a seafoam greenish Ooh. blue kind of yeah. color uh, with a lot of sequins. So I really showed up, uh, but <laughs> My senior year, I went with a friend of mine who was happy to be my date, and we got a stretch. Wow! We get we got a stretch navigator, I think. Wow! And everyone was like, "Check it out! Look at this!" Mm-hmm. But then we had to sign a contract with our parents saying that we weren't going to drink afterwards. But we went to a campsite, and oh. I smoked a cigar, and that was about <laughs> as badass as it got. <laughs> it was it was just a jewel suite or something like that. <laughs> It sounds magical, Emily. It's something every little girl dreams about. <laughs> no, um, no, no pig's blood involved, though. No, no. We had no references of Carrie come up. And yeah, ultimately, it was a pretty safe fun. We did. We did a good mm-hmm, job. We had a good mm-hmm. time together. But yeah, we were we were pretty clean cut. We didn't do a lot of bad stuff. That's very, very sweet. Well, poor Escapade did not have this opportunity, Emily, that you and I have collectively five proms among (laughs) us. And poor Escapade, nary a single prom. That's right. Because, um, because she had booked an adult diaper ad and uh, they needed drama for her reel. <laughs> she missed her actual prom. Devastating. Uh-huh. I like. I don't think idea. you can look back on that fondly. You know what no. I mean? That's the kind of thing where in retrospect, maybe you should have just gone to the prom. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to think though, it's like all that's, that's the grind that you need to do to make it in this biz and would True. escapade be the successful actress she is today i really like the idea that an adult diaper ad is drama yeah and that's her big break (laughs) um but lydia is going to make up for all of that by throwing this prom themed party which is also going to double as a promotional event for her upcoming film proms away um and lydia has a kind of hidden agenda here to make sure that escapade is having the time of her life because she's becoming insecure that escapade is going to fire her and sign with a different agent um but escapade herself has a hidden agenda of her own and that's to set up her mom with this said agent that lydia is afraid uh she's about to be fired so it's kind of this like gift of the magi plot but with a prom party yeah i mean it's sneaky of escapade but in a lot of ways i think it's kind of showing the differences in age and and sort of figuring out like okay who am i now and i've been acting my whole life and that's really stressful um and how do I be nice to my mom? Whereas I think Lydia, on the other hand, is is kind of like watching her back where she's like, I'm a momager. Am I going to be replaced by this other manager? Like, you know, he's mm-hmm. the best in the biz. Don't love seeing his name there. And there's a lot of paranoia going around. But, you know, ultimately the promise to have a good time. Right. So everyone's going to do their best. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. We have everybody at the Party Down Catering Squad is going to end up reminiscing about their own prom experiences um but also there is a very important guest at this party um the uh the evp of another events company her name is sloan meets and she's an event legend emily (laughs) i mean she shows up she has like a certain uh swagger to her Mm -hmm. where she really intimidates everybody when she walks into a room like everyone knows who she is everyone sees her as like Sloan meets yeah Sloan meets great name (laughs) I mean I love just her standing there at the bar ordering a martini from Henry Mm -hmm. 
and it's an incredible experience to watch her just really have like these like you know really intense moments with everybody because everyone wants to impress her right and she's She's very intense yeah she's very intense everybody wants to impress her especially ron who (laughs) is very intent on exchanging business cards with sloan getting in that rolodex because if you're in sloan's rolodex then you're going to get lots and lots of catering work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely so you know we want to make a good impression with sloan we want her to be really enticed by the service by what's being done production wise Mm -hmm. and you know she looks around she gives her sort of critical eye to everything and she's like okay all right Hmm." so it's a lot it's a a tough customer Um, yes so sloan is played by Lyric Lewis, who is great here in this role, but I, I wasn't really familiar with her work before this. I looked her up on IMDb. She was in this TV show, the sitcom AP Bio, which I never oh, saw, okay. but Glenn Howerton is also stars in it. Uh, so that looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Escapade, who... Um, do you remember the actress who played Escapade as a young girl in season two? Yes, I do. She has gone on to do many big things. Yeah. Somebody like one of my friends was watching was like, oh, my God. She like this actress. I think she was also in Dope Sick. Emily, is yes, that right? Is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, her name is escaping me right now. I'm trying to look it up. Her really name quickly. is es- Escapade. <laughs> escapade is escaping you. Um, but this Escapade today, uh, the adult uh, Escapade we see before us is played by Liv Houston, um, who is an Australian actor, which is interesting because I've been watching a lot of Succession lately, and she kind of does remind me of Sarah Snook. They kind of have a similar look. Caitlin Deaver. Caitlin Deaver, right. That's the original. I don't know how to say her last name. And now we (laughs) have Liv Houston as adult uh, escapade in this this episode. Um, So... Lydia, Lydia is going to reminisce about her own prom a little bit. That's where mm-hmm. she met her ex, Ed, Emily. You remember Ed? Oh, was he the, the captain of the football team? Close. Uh, the coach of the football team. Eee. Yikes, Lydia. Don't tell anyone else that. Well, she is going <laughs> to tell a few people that. Um, yeah. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah, this is the Ed that we heard so much about right after Lydia's divorce in the first uh, in the second season of Party Down when she mm-hmm. joined when she joins the squad. Um, so in order to make this like a really magical night, Lydia's gone so far as to invite the boy who had asked Escapade to prom low those many years ago, Bobby Danda. Um, <laughs> what a name! We see him there, and you know Escapade is being. A really great sport. They're taking pictures. It's really fun. And then we see Bobby go and make out with his boyfriend. <laughs> which which seems like sort of like a recycled high school trope, but I love it nonetheless. I love it in this in this context. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of the recycled high school tropes of it yeah. all when we go back to prom. Um, yeah, Lydia's complains that she's been in Hollywood so long, but she doesn't even have the most rudimentary gain yar. It's like sonar, but yeah. for who's gay? Gaynar, yes. <laughs> well, gaydar is like radar, but for yes. who's gay. And gaynar 
is like sonar before who's before, before who's gay. So it's like if you're in the dark, is if that you were the Little Mermaid? It might make more sense. Oh, um. okay. If you're underwater, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Is it sonar? Is like do bats use sonar or do bats use echolocation? Do you have to be in the water? So you have to be in the water for it to I be think sonar. So. That's okay. me making a, a scientific decision for us both. Um, okay. I don't know. You're a doctor. Shouldn't you know these things? I shouldn't. I should know. I should know literally everything. And, and sometimes I falter. It's really yeah, Echolocation is though, is for bats and other sort of like mm-hmm. night vision type animals. Okay. Okay. I do want to know. I do want to know the sonar, sonar versus echolocation. Echolocation yeah. versus sonar. It's like a really disturbing, un, unsavory fact is that a lot of the um, wind energy that we get mm-hmm. is um screwing up animals that have echolocation mm-hmm. so you see those huge turbines that are turning and yes. it actually disturbs a lot of uh you know natural habitats like bats birds that kind of thing because of echolocation so echolocation is the same as active sonar using sounds mm. made by the animal itself yeah ranging is done by measuring the time delay between the animal's own sound emission and any echoes that return from the environment right. um so echolocation is a method used to detect objects by producing a specific sound and listening for its echo sonar stands for sound navigation and ranging is the oh. process of listening to specific sounds to determine where objects are located. So it doesn't have anything to do with the water. Interesting. Okay. Doesn't. Proven wrong. It there doesn't. you go. So, so um, the Lydia's uh, gaynar powers can work on land and at sea. So that's a, that's a good news about This is that. helpful. Yeah. yeah. She needs to be able to <laughs> tap into that wherever she might be. Yes. Yes. She needs, <laughs> she needs to work on it. Um, so um, escapade looks like she's having fun at the party but the problem with having a kid actor is you never know what's real emily that's right that's right Mm -hmm. um it's uh pretty interesting because we find out later that escapade is just sort of like i'm placating everybody in these moments like yeah she's i just am trying to make it through all of this Which is pretty devastating when you think about that on a day-to-day basis, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the cool things about bringing Lydia into the cast in season two was getting this different perspective on like Hollywood through the um, eyes of somebody who has a child who's trying to make it big. And then we've had, you know, going back to episode two of this season when sort of Lydia gets it in her head like oh our child actors sometimes are not well adjusted <laughs> adults like right. maybe this is something we should think about and then we we're gonna see a little bit now that we actually have escapade introduced in this episode what it's been like for her to work so hard and sort of have this be um her entire life yeah. of her entire childhood right. um but Lydia is going to try to ensure that Escapade has a great time by telling Saxon to go and dance with her. I never want to see her not having fun. Um, <laughs> and this like, and Kyle also kind of steps in and he's like, oh, you know, like Escapade's always sort of liked me. I can go and dance with her. And, and Kyle's like, aged out. He's, he's aged old. out. He's too old. It's so bad. It's actually, it's a great moment where he's realizing that and she's like, no, it's okay. Like she wants to be with other people. Like she really does respect you, but like get out of here. And he's like, oh, okay. She wants to have fun with, with cool people her age um yeah yeah and then this is what Lydia sees that Ted Fine is there and um and gets really concerned that he's trying to steal escapades so she tells Saxon to get rid of him and he says you mean like murder (laughs) 
she's like, no, 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 no. Just uh, make him leave. And he's like, okay, like pretending. Like <laughs> you can tell that she's like sort of like mildly considering it. Like, yeah. oh no, no, we probably don't have to go that far. Right. But... <laughs> right. Um, and like he does, I guess that with Saxon ends up spilling wine on Ted. Um, and Ted has to leave he apologized to Lydia that he didn't have a backup shirt and we know from episode one that you always need a backup shirt Emily that's right you always do that's an RDD <laughs> that's an RDD um so on, Ted but we sort of see that like maybe Ted is being a little bit flirtatious with Lydia um there, there's a suggestion of that um and later when Escapade and Lydia meet in the lobby um you know Lydia kind of confronts Escapade like you admit it you invited Ted to the party I planned um so that you could talk behind my back about firing me it's just classic Ted three-dimensional chest yes. <laughs> height width and length all the all three of the dimensions unbelievable right um but um, but it was a setup, Emily. That's right. So Escapade's just thinking about Lydia. Maybe she, it's time she found somebody that she can, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk with, right? Who better than another manager? Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's thoughtful of Escapade to do that. But I, I also do wonder if Escapade's like, maybe she could learn a thing or two from him, too. Like, they could be together and then, like, really supersize my career. You know, yeah. there is that kind of... Uh, underlying tone there potentially yeah it's it so it's interesting i would love to have heard more about like lydia's like love life in the last 10 years yeah is it end. existent at all other because than we, like the men she would meet at these catering events right like we know and she how stopped thirst, catering so. yeah we know how thirsty she was in uh <laughs> season two you know um it was uh cole landry's dad and nick decintio's orgy night so like you have to imagine you know we know that she she was online dating that's right it was a cougar on the prowl looking for a bear <laughs> never that successful with that mm -hmm. one i'm sure yeah. but uh you know it's it would be interesting to know a little bit more i know that mm -hmm. megan mullally was challenged uh, in real life with having another gig going on the same time so yeah. she was only flying back and forth to right. kind of be in a few of these select episodes um, so if she had been more available, would they have fleshed her character out more? Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Right. Um, but either, even so it's just a delight to see her and yeah. to, you know, watch the shenanigans unfold with her and escapade for sure. Yeah. We have both Lydia and Constance in this episode. Right. Um, and, um, we're gonna, this is gonna the, just to stick with the Lydia plot. This is going to end with, um, you know, Lydia sort of uh, telling Escapade that, you know, she was worried about, um, you know, that this that this child actor thing has messed her up. And Escapade's, no, that's a myth. And Lydia's like, yeah, well, now I'm worried about is the whole mom manager thing. And Escapade's like, huh, is that really a thing? And she's like, yeah, you get your work and your family life all screwed up. Just a whole big mess. I just want to be your mom. So I'm firing you. <laughs> So it looks like Escapade's prom night might not turn out to be as wow, not uh, not a magical night. Get yeah, fired by a your mom. Bittersweet there. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. you know, it might be for the best. You know, just to have them have some separation of church and state, so Maybe. to speak. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think so. Um, Kyle here we mentioned <laughs> is you know he's really. Uh, you know, discouraged that Lydia doesn't think that he's still got that cool factor that can right. impress 
the kids. So he gets out there and he's dancing with Escapade and they're like having fun. I love this. Actually, I've already noticed that this is a gif of a Kyle dancing. And <laughs> I thought you were going to say that this is a gift that Kyle dances. Oh, it is a gift. It, <laughs> it is. Sure and, is. I, and I think I pronounce is it I is it gif, Emily? Do I pronounce it wrong? Uh, I believe it's gif. You believe it. Okay, yeah. good. I think it's a hard G. It's a hard G. Right in, because I say GIF, and sometimes I get. I mean, I was wrong about Sonar though, but I believe I googled this a while back, hey! and the creator of GIF actually uh -huh. says it was intended to be said as GIF. But you know what? Have I have it. I have some Google fingers right here. Is it a hard G in GIF? <laughs> um, let's see. GIF may be pronounced either as a soft G as in giant or a hard G as in graphic. That's what the Oxford dictionary okay. said. So pick your poison. You can so do what your you poison. want. I yeah. say, I say gif. Oh, and then I this say one gif. says why hard G logic doesn't rule pronunciation. Gif. I, we're learning okay. so much there's, today. There's a lot. There's a lot mm -hmm. of conflicting opinions I'm seeing out there. Yeah. Um, I don't have time to synthesize all of this. On yeah, no, I, I, it's not worth it. <laughs> but um, but there is already a a gif of <laughs> Kyle dancing from this episode that really? I've been seeing on Twitter, okay. and I love that because I think that heretofore the most frequently uh, used Kyle gif is him doing the robot. <laughs> or pop and lock the one where he says can you pop where henry asks him if he can pop a lock and then yeah. he like does and yeah. then he did. so i love that we have like an updated kyle yeah we dancing. need dancing gifts mm -hmm. of kyle whenever appropriate I oh think yeah that that's great to have in the universe keep them coming yeah yes. keep them coming um great stuff so um escapade and kyle are dancing saxon is now freed up from helping lydia get rid of ted so he's going to join um, and, um, you know, and they're going to kind of get into this competitive dance off where they're both trying to impress escapade. And at first she's sort of having fun with it. Um, and then she's like realizing that they're really more interested in just competing with each other. And she's going to get a little distracted. Kyle even does a backflip, Emily. I know. I didn't know he had that in him. I was very <laughs> impressed. <laughs> I didn't bother slowing down to like see. I mean, I'm sure it's a stunt double, but I like it. It kind of looks like it, it was it him looks though. Pretty seamless. Honestly, yeah, it looked pretty seamless. I'm gonna go back and slow yeah. down. Slow down. That's, the tape. that's a good poll to put out there. Was that really him mm -hmm. or not? Yeah, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I think it's him. You think it's really him? I think it's really. You think him. it's Ryan Hansen doing yeah. that backflip? You saw him stretch in the bathroom afterwards, being like, yeah. "Oh." That might have been realistic. That, that might, might have, have just been, been real. Him. It might yeah, have been an improv. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hilarious. So Escapade starts to walk off um, and uh, leave them to their little competition. Mm -hmm. But that's not good enough. Kyle, you know, wants to know, you know, who, well, who were who you having more fun with? And she's like, kind of like, oh, like, which one of you is cooler? Which one is more of a cool <laughs> they're like, dude? When you say it like that. <laughs> Sounds kind of goofy. Yeah. Um, and this is when Escapade breaks. And she says that, you know, she needs her mom to think she's having a great time. And she says, yes, I was having fun with you as part of a performance. I've been acting right. all night. My sense memory is exhausted from psychological gesturing. I have personalized everyone in this room. And then Kyle's like, yeah, but you just broke character. <laughs> 
<laughs> which I love so much. It's so good of him to point that out. <laughs> now, I like how they both like speak this, like this, this pretentious sort of actor language. And like yeah. Kyle's just like, yeah, yeah, I get it. And then she's like, whatever this is, is not part of my super objective for this night. And Kyle's like, well, maybe you can include us in your given circumstances. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I like that this sort of draws on what they set up uh, in season two of like Escapade looking up to Kyle as being this cool actor. But now I think we obviously have the impression that Escapade has gone on to have a much more successful acting career than Kyle has. So like the sort of the student has become the master here. (laughs) But uh, she and Kyle still have this uh, this this repartee. um, But back from when he was telling her what clubs to hang out at when she was 14 years old. Right. Handing her a beer at the Mm -hmm. cookout. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Insane. (laughs) Insane. Um, Roman has a really good little plot. I'm excited to talk to you about this because I feel like throughout our entire recap of all three seasons, uh, you have always championed Roman. He Mm -hmm. might be an incel. He might be hard sci-fi, but Dr. Amanda you are a fan of of Roman in many, many ways. I am. I and am. <laughs> to see him, you know, sort of soar like a phoenix from the ashes in here, even though there is an incel quality to even... <laughs> he, yes, but I, I do think that he has grown and matured yeah. and maybe, maybe more than any of the other characters, yeah. I might argue. Like, has Roman showed real personal growth? And, and you know, we'll talk about his plot line here, but I think we go to a familiar place with Roman where there's a woman at the party (laughs) and, and where it's gone one way so many times before, I think that this is like a real triumph. So, um, you know, Roman, we found out last, uh, last week that, um, after expanding his creative consciousness and his creative unconsciousness, Emily, he expanded Mm -hmm. them both and he, cracked the plot of his sci-fi opus and um we you know he comes in here and he's still been working on it um and it's he's telling lucy it's called wells of time and he thanks lucy for shaming him into taking mushrooms um you know they're going to um reminisce a little bit about prom um lucy calls prom performative social hierarchy bullshit um and, uh, you know, Roman sells his story about prom where um, his date, Milda Peel, laughed so hard about jocks and socias making fun of Roman that her headgear sprung off. Oh, that sounds brutal, but it really paints a great picture for it us. Does. <laughs> it does. The headgear sprung. It's a very, it's a, it's, it does paint a word that sounds picture, painful yeah. to her. Actually. It does. Honestly, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what you get for laughing at your date. Um, yeah. So F prom and the entire prom industrial complex. But, you know, Roman kind of changes his tune when he's he's standing at the buffet manning the chicken fingers. Um, As one does yes, in yes. these scenarios. Yeah, I like that. Like, I like how Henry's always at, usually, like Henry's usually at the bar when everybody's yep. there. It's like Henry's the bartender. Roman's like standing by the chafing dishes, sometimes eating the food. That's mm-hmm. like 
that's it. That's his natural, uh, his natural <laughs> placement there. Um, but um, he's writing in his moleskin, like working on his sci-fi when this very cool looking like, you know, she's wearing glasses. So it, it's signaling slightly nerdy. <laughs> yeah. From um, the uh, texts of she's all that. She's, uh, you know, yeah. nerdy, but cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take those glasses off and she'll be a total knockout. She'll be oh. a total babe. <laughs> um, so she asks Roman what he's working on. And he, you know, tells her and it's kind of like dismissive superior tone that he's a sci-fi oh, yeah. writer how many times has he given this spiel and had someone dismiss him right right or think that they know what he's talking about but then end up not being that big of a fan of hard sci-fi mm-hmm. the way he needs them to be right um she likes sci-fi and roman's like you know very incredulous and he's like well this is hard sci-fi it makes dune look like star wars <laughs> to which he replies yeah well dune basically is star wars sick burn a real sick burn. This blows Roman away. He's so impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get into talking about his idea and um, and she's like into it and says, you know, this could totally be a quality streaming series. Um, so she wants to talk more later and Roman goes back to the kitchen and he's like kind of like a little bit love struck. Um, yeah. You know, and Lucy's going to give him a hard time. Like what ha- ever happened to F prom and um, Roman says like, I don't do romance, but I think I felt what might've been a romantic feeling. <laughs> Lucy says, well, that was just lust. Roman says, no, my lust criteria are very high. Yeah. Like what would he dissect apart as this um, potential <laughs> Yeah, you know. body like yeah. a six and a half. Right. Eyes, yeah. We remember seven. him rating yeah. Casey. And Would it being... hurt you to go to the gym yeah. every now and then? Just <laughs> totally unforgiving. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, she probably is enough up to snuff physically no. for him. Notoriously in a way high lust criteria. Right. Uh, for right. Roman. Uh, but they really talked and they had a real connection. She had a six sick burn on dude. She was really into his idea. So you know, he seems he seems to have, uh, you know, love in his eyes. Um, and Constance has advice because um, Constance is here, which is great. She decided to come on site today because this was such a big deal party for Ron. And she wants to be there because they're partners. But this is really Constance in business. That's not her strong suit. But Constance and love. That is where she shines. Coin flip. Um, if there's one thing I take away from all of my relationships, marriages, affairs, flings, one night stands, blindfold parties, coin flip apps, and Roman just stops and goes, Jesus. (laughs) A coin flip F. I've never heard of that before. And I, it does the coin help you pick between two people or is it like, is it one person and you flip yes or no? Oh, that's a really good question. I don't know. Heads or tails. Or I feel like you're already it, engaging. Or is, he- or is it a heads or, or tails? <laughs> 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 yeah, we got to investigate this more. I think it's important. I am not, I'm not going to Google that one, Emily. I wouldn't I do that. So- and gifts. No, that, that's more of a like reach back out to Ken Marino and see if he can. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe, maybe our, I should. our friend Ken Marino, our, our friend, friend of podcast, of pod, Ken yeah. Marino, he might know what coin flip F's entails. Who? Entails. Um, <laughs> entails. 
in heads and in tails. Um, but the <laughs> message is, the takeaway, Emily, is follow your heart. Right, which I think has been, you know, a constant <laughs> saying throughout this entire series. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a co- it's a constant. It's a constant con- catch-all <laughs> phrase mm-hmm. for her. Um, so Roman goes back out to the party, and they have the like you know we talked about the prom tropes. There's like the across the prom eye contact mm-hmm. and like the smile and wave and the awkward waves with the tongs, and it's very sweet. But then a guy comes up to her, and they start making out. And she obviously has a boyfriend. (laughs) Such a bummer. Bummer, dude. Um, When she comes back to Roman later in the party, she wants to keep on talking about his sci-fi ideas. But Roman's hurt and he's like, are you sure you don't have some guy to make out with? (laughs) Um, And we learn that that's her boyfriend and they sort of talk it out. And later when Roman comes back to the kitchen, he reports that, like, he's happy. He has good news for Constance and Lydia. Um, And Constance is like, oh, did you get kissed at the prom? And Roman's like, no, it's not like that. (laughs) She's a development executive and sci-fi is hot right now. And she's into his idea and wants to make it a streaming series. And Lucy's like, well, what about the romantic feelings? He's like, well, I guess I just never experience somebody was who's into my stuff and it's a really great feeling that I mistook for love or something (laughs) um so okay this is amazing this is an amazing scene amazing development for Roman here that he is looking at a woman as a sex object and then finds out that they can have a connection over something that has nothing to do with sex. You're right. <laughs> wow. He has grown. Proud of you, Roman. I Proud didn't know you. it was possible, but now Roman has taught me that, in fact, it is that women can have <laughs> interests and careers. Yeah, and can be can... fully, fum- fully <laughs> formed human beings. They can be fully formed human beings with lives of their own, and you mm-hmm. can have a connection with them that has nothing to do with sex. And it's great. And <laughs> This is good news for Roman. Yeah. It sounds like it works out well for both sides because Mm -hmm. now she's got a really cool project that she can produce and Mm -hmm. his story will finally be at the fingertips of all of his fans and even more. Yes. Wells of time coming Mm. soon to smidgen. Yes. (laughs) Smidgen that uh, streaming service that none of us have yet, but I'm certain will be a huge hit. It's the future of streaming quality content optimized for today's media. Um, Is this what, is this what Quibi was supposed to be? <laughs> For is Roman's it- sake, I hope not. <laughs> but no, doesn't he say like on fridges? Yeah. Like your yeah. computer, your phone, everywhere. But, but yeah, because Quibi was supposed to be um, generate content for mobile devices. That's right. Yeah. So this sounds like maybe Smidgen is, mm. uh, is the second coming of, of Quibi. I don't only know. Time can tell. Well, only wells of time can tell. That's I hope. Right. I hope for Roman that, that this works out. This is Me really too. great. Me too. All right. So Henry, Emily. Yes. Henry's at this prom, and he's got really good hair. <laughs> he's got '90s hair, and 
he says that this is gel and not a wig but emily is this has got to be a wig what the hell is this <laughs> this is like i'm not i you know you know typically i'm not that critical of plot lines in mm-hmm. in shows especially mm-hmm. like this one that doesn't take mm-hmm. itself too seriously but i'm like what was this plot for him <laughs> Like, who came up with this? He could have just been a guy making dirty martinis for Sloan, and that's kind of it. And, you know, hanging out with uh, Evie at the end of the night. But instead, he's got this, like, really weird hair that's not even explained within, like, the first, like, minute or two. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the the justification for Henry's hairstyle is, um, well, first of all, Emily, do you want to paint the word picture of this hairstyle? So... I think most of us who grew up, you know, late 80s, 90s ish and have memories of all of this know that um, a mushroom haircut was king. Mm-hmm. I had a huge crush on multiple boys who had mushroom <laughs> haircuts. I loved the way that they swept mm-hmm. to the sides. It's like a like a Devin Sawa, yes. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's right. That's yes. right. <laughs> Let's let's name Jade, them all. There's Jade's so many. Vanderbeek, as mm-hmm. Kyle says, mm-hmm. real <laughs> Vanderbeek energy. Um, yeah, we we loved a middle part with hair cut around. It was almost like a bowl cut, but not mm-hmm. quite. It was a mushroom cut. Mm-hmm. And I think by maybe last like, week was the mushrooms. Yes, that's right, <laughs> mushrooms. Now we go to mushroom cuts. Um, I think by like maybe 2000, 2001, mm-hmm. we started to kind of move away from that style for Mm -hmm. me i remember it very specifically in middle school as being Mm -hmm. like the cut yeah um and then you know we sort of grew up and had like the swoop like the ducktail swoop hair and that was sort of like the updated look yeah it's yeah it's hard to pull off anywhere north of i think 19 years old is when it starts <laughs> to like it starts- I think it's even earlier than that yeah. I would I would posit 16 and no more like uh-huh, you got your license uh-huh. you get a new haircut kind of move yeah, right like your hair's in the breeze you need that swoop that's gelled forward instead right. of the the tendrils of you know mushroom cut that are flying <laughs> back as you open your window and blast Wind, some music windswept, right? the yeah. yeah I mean I would say even in like peak you know, 1994, Mm -hmm. this look is not becoming on a man in his (laughs) mid to late forties. No. (laughs) I don't think there were any like adults that had this haircut in a good way. Right. No, 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 absolutely not. This is like a teen look, which, you know, fits in prom perspective, but it does not look good on Henry. Let me yeah. just say it. And like, but he knows it. It's part of the, it's, the, the it's whole a, joke. It's but... a goofy little adorable thing that he and Evie are doing right. because they both missed their prom back in the day. Mm-hmm. And she suggested they do a funny nineties flashback prom. Um, so Robin says, must be getting serious if you're in the humiliate yourself phase. Um, it's of course like you know Henry looks ridiculous here, and then when Evie eventually shows up, she's just total looks like a totally normal, sophisticated. Yeah, like adult. she. <laughs> it's not like she came with like teased bangs or anything no. like that. It's no. just she's like, oh hey, she looks like a mom coming to pick up her kids from the prom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but this is, I think, like Henry is totally smitten with Evie. They're doing cute little couple gags together. Like that's what this is representing. Um, we're going to see like Evie is supposed to show up. First of all, like 
she's, I mean, I know that the show always takes place at their job. So like, that's how they have to show Evie's relationship with Henry. But, um, you know, it's his, it's his job. It's not your prom. Like he's still just going to be tending bar and you're going to be at this party. Um, but we see Henry calling Evie throughout the night. She's running late. She's not there yet. He's leaving yeah. her like several like messages where he's like, Hey, I guess you're not here yet. Da, da, da. Yeah. He's very needy. Yeah. It's a lot. It's got yeah. high school energy here. Yeah, it's more than just the haircut. Uh, maybe the haircut and like sort of uh, it notifies the rest of his body that he needs. Yeah. To oh, to, yeah. Know, sort of his like teen years. It's you know? a wig, right, Emily? It's a wig. It That's has not to be just a wig. Gel. It has to be. It a has wig. to be a wig because he. I mean, he does have a lot of hair, though. Does he? I guess. Yeah, because you think about it being swooped back and sort of like yeah. thrown to the side, so it might it might be his real hair. Okay, but so luckily he doesn't ask- wear his hair like this. So we have to ask Ken Marino what a coin flip <laughs> F is and was yeah. that Henry's real hair? And maybe we quiz him on top of it. How do you say GIF? And do you know the difference <laughs> so between echolocation so- and sonar? <laughs> so much She's going to be like, I'm never responding to you ever again. <laughs> he would love anyway, it. He would we love digressed. it. We um, digressed. So, you know, Roman is going to ask Henry if he's getting stood up. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, Henry tells a story of his high school prom where his date, um, his dates, he got stood up at that prom because his date's ex did the say anything move where you stand under a window and blast a song over a boom box. Mm-hmm. Classic John Cusack. Mm-hmm. Um, love that movie, even though it's really problematic when you think about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, wish someone had done that for me when I was in high school. Would have loved that. Well, Emily, Roman did that. He tried that once. Yeah, and he got hit with a cup of urine from the girl's dad. So maybe it doesn't always pan out the way you think it doesn't would. Doesn't always pan out because it is yeah. it is weird and problematic and I think that that's one of the possible <laughs> outcomes of of trying that move. Yeah, this is true. Um not to mention just disturbing the peace. <laughs> Um, so eventually Evie does show up and she's sorry that the dinner went late, but you know, it got very businessy and Mm -hmm. she has, um, you know, some good news and bad news. The bad news is that the part she wanted to get him, Colonel Stryker was Mark Strong type, went to someone else, Mark Strong. Yep. Um, but the good news is she's promoted now. She got this promotion. She's overseeing this whole franchise called star saga mm-hmm. sounds promising he's moving to tunisia to film it which sounds like and henry's like well where's the good news this you know i didn't get a part in my girlfriend's moving to tunisia right um but he can't be colonel striker but he can be a different colonel in a different franchise colonel Balorian. and now that she's in charge she gets final say for who's cast um, so here yeah. we have, um, Henry is getting this other potential brush with stardom dangled in front of him yet again. And this is very reminiscent of when Casey got a job at the end of season one right? and was going to go away for work just when their relationship like seemed to be in a really good place. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think like there's a level of him being like, okay, but what's the catch here? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, is this actually going to pan out the way I want it to? 
but this seems like a much more like realistic relationship in a way that I think his relationship with Casey never really was. You know what I mean? Yes. It does seem to be more grounded and based on something real, but I think it's like, this is, seems to be getting to a place where it's like, Henry is going to have to see if he's going to keep up with Evie and her lifestyle, he's almost going to have to take the jump to become a Hollywood actor Mm -hmm. because her life is going to take her in all of these places. And I don't know, like it does, does she want him to just tag along or will she be disappointed if he doesn't live up to his potential? So I can see Henry being faced with like that existential crisis of like, you've already rejected this thing and moved past it. And now are you going to jump into it again just to keep up with this person that you really care about? Like, I I wonder if their relationship is sustainable if Henry like stays a high school teacher and a caterer. Right. Exactly. Um, But this also brings up like the the former uh, mention that you had last week that we talked about, which was, does he have kids? (laughs) <laughs> I can imagine that he would if he's being offered a job to potentially go to Tunisia yeah. with her and be Colonel Balorian. Mm-hmm. It would seem that, you know, it's probably a pretty good deal. Like, can he do this? So, um, yeah. you know, why not? Yeah, it's sort of like, why not? But then you you think about like, this is something Henry having like given up on acting. Like, it's like, can he can his heart take it again to put himself <laughs> back into right. in this like crucible of, you know, okay, you get a part and you think you're going to be a star and then you get rejected again. It's right. like, it, it'll be interesting to see if Henry jumps at that. Um, and maybe we will end up hearing more about what happened after Vlauer, <laughs> Emily. That's right. Because I didn't even it's think like about he that. did, you know, we we do think at the end of season two that he made a go of it. Like, mm-hmm. did he get burned by yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, very good point to bring up. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe they'll bring it up in uh, the final episode. We really have to talk about Ron, Emily. <laughs> So uh, for those of you who, you know, faithfully listen to us every week, but never see what we actually look like or what we're doing, I have a red microphone and I have to believe that it's pretty much the same shade that they painted Ken Marino's face while he was acting this out, especially towards the end of the episode Uh before he uses the lady face paint to cover himself. you have any of that lady stuff for your face? (laughs) (laughs) Like... An incredible physical performance. Oh my goodness. Wow. This is incredible. I friend, felt friend ill watching it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the <laughs> worst feeling in the world to have food poisoning. Um, mm-hmm. I've been pretty lucky, knock on wood, that it's only happened to me, I think maybe once or twice. Mm. But in when you're in the throes of it, it is just a miserable, wrenching experience. And to have that happen at work to him... It's a a total Ron moment. It just feels very on brand for him because he's just always going through it. Yes. But the level to which they took this, especially oh, they took towards it. the end. <laughs> wow. They took, it all, they took it all the way That's there. Awesome. Um, yeah, awesome. they, went, they went for it. They went for a big time. This was yes. full tilt. Um, yeah. And, you know, Ron is actually, he's relieved, Emily, that this is food poisoning because he thought he just couldn't handle the pressure. Um, and, you know, we we mentioned the sea urchin. Yes. 
Lucy tried to take out all the stops for this party. So she made this really fancy appetizer with sea urchin. Um, red, that's red urchin um, that she got. And Ron's like, wait, you bought sea urchin? I meant do the shrimps, make the shrimps fast. Right, right. Yeah. And he kind of like panic eats all of them. He panic eats the whole tray. Right, right. Um, which is actually ends up, he's like a little bit of a hero. Yeah, because he party. saved everybody else from horrible food poisoning, which, you know, in catering, I think is is the definitely like the biggest rdd oh yeah like you don't want people to get sick from your food that's you know and you know nine times out of ten people i mean she even says to him towards the end she goes did it smell funny did it taste funny and we know that he can't taste or smell anything because of his four bouts of covid but you would also hope that she would try some of it and smell it because that's sort of a chef thing to do is to like especially when you're working with an ingredient like that you mm -hmm. tend to take the time to just make sure it tastes right and it looks good and you know unless it and you taste components before you assemble everything so it's interesting to me that she didn't do that but that's also just me nitpicking um come on lucy you yeah come on. yeah yeah um you you have to fall on, on the sword so to speak uh so ron definitely did that in this episode even though he didn't realize it at the time <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he, I mean, so Ron is really nervous about impressing Sloane when he does get introduced to her. Um, you know, she calls him out. Oh, any relationship to the Ron Donald who was cited by the Event Guild for an off-book quinceañera during the lockdown? <laughs> and we all know he did a lot of off-book entertainment yes, and work. He did. So, yeah. He did. You do what you have to do, Emily. Right. Um, eventually, it's first, I think, Henry that notices that Ron is sweating um you know to which he says you know pressure makes diamonds and then you know as it gets worse he starts sweating very profusely slapping himself in the face Lydia tells him he looks red and wet which really paints a picture <laughs> Roman tells him he looks like a lobster being boiled while having a heart attack <laughs> Um, and, he, and he pulls out the pressure makes diamonds line again, to which Roman says very rarely. It usually just crushes things. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's having a rough go of it. But, you know, he's keeping it together for the, in the meantime. And, uh, you know, it's 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 tough to watch because you yeah. just can tell that it's going to get worse. <laughs> And it does get worse. It does. Um, this is when, um, you know, Lucy finds out that the urchin guy sold her hot urchin. Um, and it was like, and, uh, you know, uh, Rod asks hot, like stolen. And she's like stolen and left in a hot car. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Did it smell and taste off? I can't smell or taste. I've had COVID four times. <laughs> Um, so, you know, he's relieved that it's food poisoning and asks Lucy for some of that lady face stuff. Um, and he said, tells her she'll, he'll, he's going to return it, but she's like, no, 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 just keep. Yeah. Like who wants that back? No, thank you. Especially given how wet he looks. It's like, oh no. Very keep wet. That. Yeah. It's very wet. Powdering his nose, but in the, in a real way. <laughs> yeah. Lydia knows about powdering her, powdering yes. your nose. Um, in the bathroom where, uh, Ron is, uh, applying the lady face stuff kyle comes in too icing his back after uh you know doing the dance off um henry's in there um they have this moment like where ron you know says there's no joke getting older 
Um, and like, there's the three of them standing in that bathroom, just kind of looking pathetic. You know, Henry has his really terrible <laughs> haircut and yep. he's like leaving a long voice mail for his girlfriend. Who's not there yet. Kyle's icing his back and Ron is like just literally melting as a human. Um, and I thought it was like kind of a poignant moment of the three of them. I know we've, we've seen them through a lot together. And mm-hmm. even though we haven't seen in the last 10 years or so, it's, it's wild to kind of realize that, you know, we've aged, they've aged, mm-hmm. but they're, they're making it work. They're getting through it. It's just, you know, it's a harder game when you're a little bit older doing this kind it of work. Is. And, and the hardest part of climbing Mount Everest, Emily, is the last 50 feet that's what Ron says right as he just walks straight into a wall. And collapses. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's in a bad way at this point. <laughs> no foundation will fix what's no. going on. No, this might be a problem the foundation can't fix. Um, I just would like to sign a petition to have more situations where Ken Marino walks into a wall. <laughs> Would he appreciate that? I don't know. <laughs> He's very good at it. From yeah. when he walks with the tray and, yeah. and drops everything. Drops yeah. everything. This this is like brilliant physical comedy. Yeah. Here. Yeah. When he asked us if we had seen any other episodes, all I could think about was this. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, yeah. So I looked at my stock pot a little differently after watching this <laughs> because you know it's there's there are multiple uses for it i guess there now. are let's there hope are. i never have to use it for anything other than stock or boiling a lobster but um, it's a large vessel it's a so. large vessel that can contain the worst of things <laughs> <laughs> what you put in it is up to you that's Emily. right that's, that's right there's a, it's just possibility a and stock pot in um, the heat of the moment when you have no other options and you really need to hide from all the other guests and this is your only you know chance to really mm-hmm try to control the situation i say you know hats off (laughs) pots open (laughs) Mm -hmm. any port in a storm yes this is true it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So Henry does bring Ron into the kitchen um, because he does want to power through Emily. He yes. doesn't want to give up. He still thinks he has it in him. And that is when, um, you know, said pot, stock pot comes into play. Um, he, you know, he realizes he can't do this. He's going to need Constance's help, his partner. And she's there today because this was such an important event. He asks Constance if she did the inventory. He asks, she's like, no, I didn't get to it. Constance, <laughs> Constance does not GAF. Like she is... She doesn't, she's not a very task oriented person, Emily. We know this about Constance. Yeah. She likes to kind of like come in and, you know, dust everything with her like, you know, fun sayings and, and anecdotal stories. She'll lead a meditation. That's right. She'll she's listen. a little blue. Um, she'll listen to you. She'll listen to you like yeah. talk about your love life mm-hmm. or, you know, she'll give you advice, but the actual nuts and bolts of the tasks, a cater, a, the, a, the tasks of catering, like that's not her strong suit yeah hold it together though like this is serious this is important this is catering um yeah so she finds herself sort of thrust in this role of picking up where ron has left off because he physically can't do it yeah um so it's pretty amazing she has to kind of take over and mm-hmm. see if she can score that that you know deeply coveted business card from sloan this is what it's all about like she doesn't usually like to order people around there's too much pressure there's too yeah. much tension it's tensiony but she does rise to the occasion i think ultimately because she cares for ron so much which is yeah. which is very sweet yeah. um so she gets that clipboard and she goes out there and starts ordering people around and and calling the shots and we can see like Sloan looks impressed. She likes what she sees. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a pivot, but it seems to work, Um, Mm -hmm. which is pretty impressive, even though we see Constance have her own, you know, moment where she gets physically ill because she just had to put herself out there like that. Yeah. Um, And it's in the men's room, no less. And Mm -hmm. I I love that moment where Ron's like, Constance, you're in the men's room. (laughs) I feel like that's happened a few other times yes. where everyone's in the men's room. And yeah. in. It's like a yeah. default location for everyone in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, yeah she's, she's going to fire Henry on the spot because he's fraternizing with Evie at the party. Um, Sloan seems impressed with that. Mm-hmm. She yells at Saxon and Kyle who are like hanging 
a banner. Um, she says, uh, what is it like? I, I said arm's length, like a human arm, not a baby arm. <laughs> yeah, she's she's walking around, maybe making sure everyone's performing uh, to the best of their abilities. And I love when she fires Henry because Evie goes, who is that? And he goes, don't worry about it. She doesn't even work for us. <laughs> I love that. Like, this is kind of like a tried and true party down trope. Like if the, you know, if the uh, event uh, host is really unhappy with you, just like make a show of pretending to fire. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But does this, you know, coincide with like this opportunity for Henry at the same moment Mm -hmm. for him to potentially. Is this his chance to leave? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. Um, yeah, they do this like they fire Jackal Onassis at his party. They fire <laughs> Casey after um, George Takei gets poisoned. So again, with that, that might have been sea urchin involved. I know he had a shellfish. shrimp, I think. Oh, that was a shrimp. Okay. Shellfish either way. Um, <laughs> but it is funny. And it's almost like you think that people like to watch someone get fired at a party. No, if I was hosting a party, yeah, I would. So I would <laughs> yes. I don't want to see like they're like oh good they're taking charge I would be like no like work this out not at my party yeah like do it afterwards when we're done like when I write a comment card that's unsavory figure it out but not in the heat of the moment we need all the hands we can get to mm-hmm. like pass hors d'oeuvres and, and I make don't sure want things to, are cleaned like, up personally responsible for somebody losing their job totally well maybe that's why you and I don't hire catering companies <laughs> on a regular basis I don't know but uh it is funny that that tends to be a thing that everyone's like oh good job yeah I love it I love it when somebody gets fired at my yeah. party terrible but, um so uh yeah so Constance did a great job she rose to the occasion um and the most important thing she exchanged business cards with Sloan Meats. Um, she's overcome with the tension of the whole moment, even though she was triumphant. She runs to the bathroom to throw up in the garbage and Ron's in there. And um, she tells him the news that she did it. She exchanged cards with Sloan and they both like Ron sitting there, pants around his ankles <laughs> on the toilet and Constance puking into a garbage can shout triumphantly I knew I could do it I did it (laughs) we're just like very lucky that Sloan is obviously the one person that didn't get the memo to go into the men's room (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, so a great a great party uh, by all metrics there Um, in the credit scene we have Henry on the phone with Evie telling uh, her that he's thinking about it. And like, it's like, Henry, you just saw the woman. You've already like left her several voicemails. Like I get it. They're sweet. They're in love, but this is like, it's a little bit much. Maybe just text her. Text her. Text the woman. Um, And Saxon and Kyle are continuing their dance off to decide who's the coolest. Um, we, we hear that Kyle just slid down the banister. So Saxon goes to slide down the banister as well and knocks himself out on the escalator, like unconscious. Apparently. Yeah, it doesn't look good for him, to be perfectly honest. While Kyle is celebrating, still the coolest. <laughs> Yikes. Good old um, Kyle. I yeah, but that Saxon, says everything. Saxon's okay. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, you know, falling on an escalator is gnarly business. It's not, yeah. it's not fun. 
Yeah. Somebody needed to take him off. It was like still going. It's just, oh. Yeah. Really, it can be really, hair, really bad. He has long hair too. I know. Bad. That's what I was thinking. I was like, watch out for your hair. No. <laughs> Um, anyway. So that was the episode. A couple of funny things that I pulled out. I liked um, Lucy's talking about pulling out all the stops with the food for this party. She wanted to try an ambient cod fog, Emily. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do any fog. Do you do many fogs? No, I, d- I tend to stay away from fogs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just not my forte. I tend to be somebody that's more of like Ina Garten based. Mm-hmm. You know, we do mm-hmm. we do fun food that's stuff pretty that Je- stuff that Jeffrey would like. Yeah, pretty approachable. Josh is my Jeffrey, so <laughs> you know he's home a lot more than she than he is, but mm-hmm. we make mm-hmm. it work. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I liked. Um, you know, Constance is going to, you know, she's talking to Roman about his love interest. He's like, but you had an intense connection in the eyes. And Roman says, oh, she had just done a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Sometimes you mistake cocaine for love. Um, and that was season three, episode five, Once Upon a Time, Proms Away, Promotional event another really really fun episode and emily we only have one episode left of the season i'm gonna break out this bow tie for it you better believe oh yeah that's gonna happen <laughs> we can both we can both yeah i think we should podcast all dressed up well that that is very exciting um yes. this has been a really fun ride it's been so fun to talk about all of season three experience new party down episodes for the first time in over a decade. I sure hope we have the opportunity to do more. Um, But until we talk again next week, Emily, where can everybody keep up with what you're doing? So you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Emilet, which is like an omelet, but spelled with an E, um, where I'm just cooking up storm as usual. And on the off chance, potentially on a succession podcast here and there. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see. New season's about to drop, so it's very exciting. Um, It's about to drop very, very soon. Yeah. Um, What about you, Dr. Amanda? Well, you can follow me on Twitter where I am, Dr. Amanda R. That's D-R, Amanda R. And speaking of succession, um, you can hear me speculating about predictions for the forthcoming season four with Grace and Jess. That should be in your um, podcast catchers of choice um, if you follow uh, post show recap succession and I'm going to be starting um, you know in a few days doing uh, the weekly recaps with grace do just one part of a very extensive succession coverage on post show recaps including um, immediate reactions from grace Jess and Josh and then I'll be doing um, weekly deep dives with Grace, I know that Josh and Latanya are going to be doing a versus podcast in the great versus feed talking about successions and yellow jackets. So much going on. So much. With so succession. much. Spring is here. It is hit us hard. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's growing like yeah. that, like Roman's dates headgear. Yep, it's that's right. Gro- it's growing on us <laughs> like that. So keep up with everything I'm doing. Um, follow the party down feed on post show recaps follow the succession feed on post show recaps because that's where you'll get more of emily and myself and emily that are we having having fun fun yes yes
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.